Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Don't just tell them that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just play. Amen. I want to start a a two-part mini-series for the next two Wednesdays tonight and next Wednesday. Amen. On On a message I entitled, Don't Be Seasonal, Be Thankful. Don't be seasonal, be thankful. Because if we are going to have a joyful Christmas, how many want a joyful Christmas? Only a couple people. How many want a joyful Christmas? Come on, hallelujah. Come on, how many want some joy? Come on, come on. We can all need some joy, amen. You know, if, you're, if your life seems to be sucking right now, get some Jesus inside. You know, if you want a joyful Christmas, we must first be thankful. Come on. Sunday, if you were here on Sunday, I minister on having a, a heart of thanksgiving. I, I talked about being thankful and thanking the Lord for all that he's done. How many know that he's done a lot? Hallelujah. He, he's, he's blessed us. And how many know that we're going to go through some seasons in our walk? Anybody gone through a season? Come on, walking with God. A season even in life. You're going to go through seasons. Amen. There'll be hard times. There'll be storms. There'll be battles, struggles. Those are things that hit our lives. There are seasons where God is telling you to be still and wait on him. Come on, how many know those are some hard seasons? Come on, you're looking for an answer. You're looking for something to move. And God's just saying, you know what? You're just going to have to hang in there for a bit. And God, this banner all year has been to be still. Because we are not people that like to be still. We want to move. We want action. And so stillness in a lot of us is hard. Come on, you ever tell your kid to be still? How long does that last? Hallelujah. You know, not very long, amen. Even teenagers don't know how to be still. Adults don't know how to be still. And God is telling us to be still. And there are times, that, you know, in the season that we go through, we have to be still and just wait on God. And then there are seasons where everything is flowing. You ever been in one of those seasons? They don't come very often, but everything's flowing, amen. Uh, come on, uh, you got money in the bank, amen. You're happy. Mama's happy. The kids are having good grades. I mean, it, it just flows. Like, you know what? Man, this, it's just a good time to be saved. You ever, you ever been there? Come on, if you haven't been there, you missed some things, amen. Hallelujah. But there are seasons where things are just flowing. Everyone's well. The, you're getting paid. Uh, you got Everything on the job is going well. You feel blessed. You look blessed. Hallelujah. If you don't know what you don't know what blessed look like, right here. Look, look at me right here. This is blessed. Hallelujah. You you get the season where you feel good, amen. You just you look in the mirror and say, Man, man, I, I'm just I'm blessed. God, I'm so thank you, Lord. You just you ever had one of those feelings? No? Yeah, come on, somebody agree with me. Come on. If not, amen, it's like what's been going on in your life? Hallelujah. But There are seasons where everything's flowing like that, but in those seasons when everything is good, 
We have no problem being thankful. Come on, it's real easy to serve God. It's real easy to, we have no problem singing, amen. We have no problem serving. We have no problem giving or telling others about Christ. But when things aren't flowing, come on, let's be honest now. All of us, a lot of us stop being thankful. It, it is, it's in our nature. It's in our sinful nature. When things are not going well, amen, we get grumpy. We get grouchy. We get, we, I mean, we're mad at the world. We're mad at everybody. Come on. Can somebody agree with me? We don't want to sing. Come on. Worship time. We don't want to sing. I see some of you guys, you won't even clap. Uh, come on. We, we won't clap. We, we won't sing. Amen. We don't want to serve. You know what? Actually, some people start to step down from serving because they're going through a storm. Come on, somebody. Don't get, don't get silent on me. We don't want to give. Come on, somebody. Come on, hard times. We don't want to give our tithes. We need our tithes. We need to pay our bills. So we stop giving. We stop singing. We stop serving. And we tell nobody, come on, somebody, about Jesus. We're not telling friends. We're not witnessing no more. There's no, there's not there, amen. We don't, we don't, we, they haven't heard Jesus on your job for I don't know how long. Come on, you haven't told your neighbor, you haven't invited no one to church. Come on, somebody. So how can we remain thankful and not seasonal? Come on. Psalms 107 verse 1 says this. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is what? For he is what? For he is what? Everybody, for he is, come on, you, you got to understand. See, if you don't think God is good, if you're not saying that he's good and you don't give thanks, amen, you got to say that this is what causes if you want to stay in a thankful spirit and not be seasonal. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. How long? Forever. Is it for a little while? It's forever. See, we do it, church, if we're not going to be seasonal and always thankful, we always have to thank the Lord. I don't care what you're going, you have to thank God. You woke up, you better thank God. Come on, if you're breathing right now, you better thank God. I, I don't care if you're going through hell or, or life just sucks for you. If you're alive, come on, it's okay. There, there's hope for you. Tell your neighbor, there's hope for you. Because no matter what's hitting your life, God is still good. Come on. He's still faithful. He says he is faithful. Amen. His love is forever. He does not quit loving you. Just because you're going through some bad season doesn't mean he does not love you. Maybe you just made some bad choices. Come on, somebody. Come on, maybe it's just going through a season of your life. Maybe God is chipping away or molding something. Everything that God does to you is for you and for your good. He is a good father, the Bible says. Come on, he doesn't give you, if you're asking for some, something to eat, he's not going to give you a snake, right? He gives you good gifts. Somebody say good gifts. So we must remain thankful always. See, the enemy... How I many know that we have an enemy out there, right? 
The devil's out there, and that's why church is so important that we come not only on Sunday, but anytime the doors are open, anytime there's a function, it gives you an opportunity to get around God's people because the devil is out there 24-7. Come on, he does a great job. That is his service. He's out there to serve. He has his disciples, his demons that are very faithful, and they're out there to take you out. And so we know that he uses these hard times. Anybody have gone through some hard times? Come on, anybody going through some hard times right now? Come on, he uses hard times, he uses storms, he uses battles, he uses struggles to blind you from his faithfulness, his goodness, and his love that lasts forever. Where thankfulness, listen church, opens your eyes to the king. If you're always thankful, you'll always see Jesus. If you're always thankful, Jesus is always on your side. There's not, a, there's not a moment, though a storm may hit you, because your eyes are, uh, you are thankful, your eyes are open to his presence in your life, in your situation. See, that's why I can sing in the storm. I can dance in the rain. I, I can shout, amen, in the valley, because I know that my God's with me. The Bible says that his rod and his what? His staff comfort me. See, David understood that, you know what, it's not just serving God in the good times, in the mountaintops, because anyone can serve God up there. It's in the valley, amen, that you need to serve God. It's in the valley, in the storms, that you're going to have to trust God and be thankful, not complainful. Psalms 100, verse 1 to 2, New Living Translation says this, shout. Somebody say shout. Shout with joy. To the Lord, all the earth. That means everyone in the earth. Come on, it does not exclude you. Anyone, it says, all the earth, worship the Lord with gladness. Does it say sadness? What does it say? Gladness. You worship God with gladness, amen. Come before him singing with joy. Not about you, but that sounds like a good time right there. Come on, that, that sounds like a party to me, amen. Come on, you got shouting, you got worship, you got joy, you got gladness. Uh, you got. There's a party going on in that scripture right there. You guys don't look like you're at a party, amen. Come on, guys. Grab a hold of the scriptures. Get, get some joy inside of you. See, here in this passage, it's saying that we are to shout, we are to worship, and we are to sing. Now, does it say to do it when all is well? Does it say that when it's all is well? Worship the Lord when everything is flowing. Does, does, it, does it say to worship with gladness when everything is not going? So when are you supposed to worship God? All the time. Sadness, gladness, joy, bad times, good times. It does not matter. You're supposed to worship the Lord with gladness. You're supposed to come singing with joy at all times. That is what stirs and that is what remains a spirit of thankfulness inside of us. So that no matter what you're going through, church, our season, say my season, our season of being thankful should not change because God does not change. So when we become that and we worship God no matter what, 
when we're worshiping God all the time with gladness, when we're coming before him and singing with joy all the time, we don't become seasonal. We always become thankful. Come on, somebody. So like you're, you're, I mean, when you're married, you got to love your wife no matter what. Even when she's going through some bad times. Come on. Even if it's going through one of those girl times. Come on, you're going to, husband, you still got to love her. No matter what. Because you just signed the contract for better or worse, richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, right? Come on, come on, there was no contract. If you get sick on me, baby, that's it. I stopped loving you. Come on, and you know what? When you're going through some, when you when I don't like you, that's it. I can I can quit on you. No, the same thing is with, with the Lord, amen. He, come on, we're his, we're his, uh, he's our bride, we're his groom, right? Amen. And so we, we stick it out no matter what. I'm going to worship God, amen. Uh, even in my hard times with God, amen. Uh, even when I don't feel God, uh, I got to continue to worship him with gladness. I got to continue to sing with joy, amen, because he's good. And so if I keep that in my spirit, I'm always going to be thankful. I'm going to overrule what I see before me. I can overrule my spouse, amen. I can overrule that because bottom line, as I love her, I love him. Right? Marriage people say amen. Some of you guys are like, amen, like someone someone forced you right now. Hey, say Amen. <laughs> That's faith right there. And though we go through our seasons in our walk, church, we don't have to become seasonal to God. Because he's faithful. Come on, somebody say amen. And his love endures what? Forever. And so just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean that he's cut you off. Just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean that he's not hearing your prayers. Just because you're going through that hard time, you got to know that God is always there and he's always faithful. His love endures forever. Come on, you got to understand that God remains the same. God does not change. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and what? Forever. His love is forever. He is forever. Come on, he's always going to be there. He does not change. God is not a seasonal God. He does not dislike you when you like him. Come on, he likes you, amen, even when you don't like him. Malachi 3, 6, New, uh, New King James says, For I, the Lord, I do not change. I'm going to love you because that's my character. I'm going to love you no matter what. I, I'm not going to change. I, my seasons don't change with you. It's an un unconditional love. That, that's, that's a love that we got to have towards our children, moms and dads. Yeah, they may do some things, but you got to show them that you still love them. You may be disappointed in them. How I many know that God is disappointed at us sometimes? But he does not stop loving us. Can somebody say amen? He's a, he's a good God. He's a faithful God. His love endures forever. So when we are thankful always, listen, you gotta capture, you gotta get a hold of this. When we are thankful always, we'll always have what? A shout. Come on, somebody. Come on, that's why some of you guys haven't shouted for a long time. Amen. Come on. Come on. We some of us we've been serving God for a long time. We got 
Where's your shout? Come on. Come on. If you're always thankful, you have a shout, and you'll always be filled with joy. Come on. We should be the most happiest people on earth, not people at Disneyland. It should be God's people. We should have the shout in our spirits. There should always be a joy in our heart. And then we will worship with what? Gladness. We should be excited, amen, uh, when worship starts. We should be excited and say, you know what? Hurry up, yeah, I don't want to miss worship. Hurry up. Come on, get the kids ready. Throw them in the car. I don't care if their hair's not messed clean. Or, hey, come on, uh, you didn't comb them. Get, get them in. Let's get to church. Let's worship God. Come on. Bring them, amen. You know what? We cannot miss it. I need to get into his presence, amen. You worship with gladness and you sing with a grateful heart. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. It feels good to be grateful. It feels good to sing. Come on. God, I had a bad day, but God, I can't wait to worship you tonight. God, you know what? I'm going through a storm, but I want to go worship because I have a grateful heart. See, when you start to have that kind of thankfulness in your spirit, your mind won't run with worry. See, a lot of you guys are running with worry. It's like running with someone bad in the neighborhood. Come on. Some of you guys are holding hands with worry and fear. Those are your buddies. You hang out with worry. You hang out with fear, amen. Instead of hanging out to God, amen. Uh, come on, hanging out with Jesus. Uh, hanging out with the Holy Ghost, amen. Uh, and say, God, uh, I don't want to, I don't want worry no more. Because when you have a thankful spirit, worry has to take a hike. And the devil, listen, when you are that way uh, in your spirit and you have a shout and you have some joy and you're singing with a grateful heart, amen, the devil cannot come in and, and, and lie to you to take away your shout. He can't come in and take away your worship. He can't come in and take away your gladness, your joy, your singing, amen, because you're too filled with thankfulness. I thank the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why I can smile. Amen. Come on. You, you got you to grab a hold of this church. Because the thing is, until you start to grab a hold of it, maybe a smile will come upon you. Man, we, we walk around with our heads down as Christians, as disciples of Jesus Christ, knowing who we serve, knowing that, that all that he's done for us. And just because you're going through a trial right now, our thankfulness is gone. And the, and the key is to bring thankfulness in, in the midst of those moments, because it keeps you shouting in the midst of your storm. That's why you can sing in the rain. Come on, you can dance in the fire, because you got Jesus inside of you. Psalms 103 to 4 says this in the New Living Translation. Acknowledge. It goes on to say, I'm reading, as you don't know, as I'm reading all of, all of Psalms 100. This is acknowledge the Lord. He, that, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. So enter His gates with what? And go into His courts with what? And give thanks to him and praise his name. So we go from a place of shout, amen. We go from a place, amen, that we come into 
to uh, uh, giving thanks to the Lord. Uh, we come into a place, amen, that we're, we're thanking the Lord, amen, and we're shouting, amen, we're worshiping with gladness, we're singing joy, amen, uh, we're doing all this stuff. And when we start to do all that, church, we have to understand that we must recognize and know that He's God. He says, acknowledge that the Lord is God. See, when we are in a shout in victory, you recognize who God is. It's all about being still and knowing that He's God. Even in the shout, you recognize. Uh, you're recognizing God. Uh, you're, you're knowing that He is God. Amen. Our text here says, we, when we remain thankful, not seasonal, not only do we shout, uh, not only do we worship and sing, uh, but it makes us acknowledge. It makes us recognize that He's God. Come on, you open your eyes and know that He's God. It's in those moments when you start to sing. When you start to sing and shout and worship, you're acknowledging God. Then we realize He made you. Come on, He, he made you. Amen. Uh, come on, he, he we say I. We we belong to the Lord, Amen. We're His church. Uh, we're His sheep. We're His kids, Amen. Uh, and He is a good Father. He's a good, good father. Come on, somebody. See, thankfulness makes us realize that and helps us not to be seasonal even when we're going through a season. So if we are going to be successful in our walk with God, you guys hot? I'm hot. So you're going to get cold with me right now, amen? <laughs> I think it's pretty warm right now. It'll stay, it'll stay warm. You want warm? Just sit right here at the, at the pew right here down here. Amen. But if you want to be successful in our walk with God, we must be thankful people sometimes. We must be thankful people when you're feeling okay. We, we must be thankful people when, when you got money in the bank. We must be thankful when? All the times. So what do we do, church? Our text says to enter his gates with thanksgiving. you got to go into his courts with praise. You need, see, someone here needs to sing. I, I don't mean just sing a song during worship and, and you're just doing it because everyone, you need to really sing. See, some of you guys have not sang for a long time. You may have sang some songs on Sunday. You may have sang some songs tonight, but you haven't really sang. And there's something missing in your spirit because it's taken away your thankfulness. And now you just sing out of routine instead of out of your heart. And you can name all kinds of things, amen. It's because of this. It's because of that. It's because of this. It's because I'm tired. It's because of this. It's because of work. You can do all. You can name anything you want, amen. But God still deserves all the praise. God still deserves the best, amen. And we are to offer it to him, even if it's sacrificial. I have a headache today, but I'm going to sing. Man, I had a hard day, but I'm going to sing. I just received some bad news, but guess what? I'm singing today. Come on, he deserves that. He's worthy of that, church. See, once you start to lower God from who he is to a lower God, you won't worship him the same. You're not looking at him the same. You're going through the emotions, and now you're allowing emotions and things to take over. And now it's disregarded who God really is, 
the big and awesome God, the great I am, amen, the alpha, the omega, the bright and morning star, amen, the, the, the one that's your healer, the one's your provider, all that he is, the bigness of God, and now you lowered him because you're not worshiping. See, some of you guys need to see. Some of you guys haven't really sang for a long time. It's been years. It really is. It's been years that you really worship God. Or maybe, man, it's been a season. Man, I'm just going through a season. But you know what? You go through the motion. Come on, you may even raise your hands, amen, and do the motions and touch down and all this stuff. And you do all the motions with your hands, amen. And there are moments, too, that, that God touches you and you're at the altar and you're crying. But as soon as you get up, you forget about that. You pick up your problems. You pick up your situation. And now thankfulness is gone. And now you replace God, who should be number one in your life, now with priorities, now with this, now with that, now with problems. Let me tell you, you can play, replace God with a lot of things in your life. And what you, listen, whatever you give your attention the most, I'm going to here to let you know he's your God. He's your God. Whatever's getting the most out of your life right now becomes your God. And God is a jealous God. He doesn't mind you to succeed. He doesn't mind you to get educated. He doesn't mind you to grow. He doesn't mind you to do this or that. But once you replace him, he becomes very jealous. And so our worship goes away. Everything else starts to falter down and says, God, I, I love you, but I got to go do this. God, I love you, but I got to take care of this. God, I love you, but you know me. My life's too busy right now. So we don't have that love, that intimacy. God wants intimacy. Well, it's just like a husband and spouse that don't have intimacy for a long time. Something's lacking. And say, man, I just want to be held. I just want to be talked. I want to just, I just want to be loved. And God's like this saying, I just want to spend time with you. I just want to spend time with you. When, when are you going to come? You used to visit me. You used to come in the closet with me. You, you used to worship to me with all your heart. You didn't, you didn't care who was around. You didn't care. You used to worship me in your car, and you don't do that no more. You used to blast me in the shower, but you don't do that no more. Some of you guys need to get your sing back on. Some of you need to, you know, you need to praise God. Some of you need to, some of you need to just worship. With no words, just worship God. Just get lost with God. God's look, he's longing for that. He's longing for someone to come in fellowship with him. You may not like what's going on in your life. But a true disciple looks for the good in every situation and remains thankful at all times. Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances for God's, this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. This is his will, amen, that no matter what you're going through, church, you have to be joyful. You always have to be thankful no matter what the situations are. I don't care the bad report. I don't care if you just received that you got cancer. 
That does not disregard you from praising him. That does not disregard you from worshiping him. He is still God. Come on, somebody. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. And it goes on to say in Philippians 6, 7, amen, be anxious for nothing. Tell your neighbor, don't be anxious. A lot of you guys are so anxious, you don't want, you can't wait on God. You don't know how to be still. You're, you're too anxious. You're too worried. You're too, your mind is going 100 miles an hour. And none of that in your mind is about God. It says, don't be anxious, but in everything, by prayer. There's the key again, prayer. you got to pray. If you, man, if you haven't prayed for a while, no wonder you're going through things. Come on, prayer. Come on, something has replaced your prayer. Something has dethroned prayer from your life and replaced it with something else. God says, I want to get back in. I, I need to be number one. I need you to seek me. I, I need prayer. That's communication. God wants communication. That, 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 that's God first and then the communication with him. But everything in prayer and supplication and with what? Thanksgiving. Let your request be made uh, known to the Lord and the peace of God. Somebody say the peace of God. Which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. See, when you're going through some stuff, this is what we need to do. We need the peace of God back in our minds. But how do we get connected? By prayer. Prayer is the key that reminds you who God is. He starts to bring the, all the worries. He kicks worry out of your mind. Amen. And he starts to bring his peace that surpasses whatever you're going through, church. And then what it does most importantly, where the devil messes with us, is the heart and what? Mind. See, when you do that, God protects you. He protects your heart. He protects your mind. Because let me tell you, when you're going through some things and seasons in your life, your mind is going crazy. Come on, right? Come on, we're thinking things. We're even thinking of backsliding at times. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on. We're thinking about, you know what? I'm not going back to that church. Oh, come on. I, I, I know. I know. I'm no fool. Come on. I may not know all the thoughts, but God calls me the sheep of this house. Come on. You may think you're hiding things, but God shows me. We got to understand, those are things that the enemy's coming, throwing stuff at you. Going through things, and our mind just goes crazy. And then we start thinking crazy things. Well, pastor don't like me no more. Pastor don't talk to me no more. Pastor, 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 pastor. I ain't your God. Come on, the devil lies to you. And if, he, if, if you think I don't like you, I'm going to tell you right now, I like every one of you here. Okay? I love you, 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 I love you. Double love you. <laughs> love you guys. Amen. Come on, the devil's lying to you. See, when you start to pray to God, he comes and brings a peace that guards your heart and mind that the enemy likes to attack with lies. And deception, because he is the author of that. Come on, he's the father of the lies, the Bible says. So stop being anxious and be still and know that he's God. Come on. Number three, real quick, I'm gonna try to wrap this up real quick. 
No matter what you're going through, give thanks. Tell your neighbor, give thanks. Your season's sucking, give thanks. Come on, you just got a bad report, give thanks. Come on, you're going through a hard time, a hard season, give thanks. Come on, just need fired, thanks. Come on, somebody. Come on, it's a feel positive. Turn something, you know what, God, you have something better for me. God, maybe I did something wrong that I need to do better next job. Whatever it is, give thanks. And then he'll bring the peace that surpasses all the understanding. He'll start to show you it was you that messed up. He'll start to show you, you know what, I got something better for you. Whatever it is, when you start to seek God, the peace of God comes. is protected along with your mind. Are you understanding, church? Psalms 100, verse 4, the end of that, of that scripture of Psalms, as we're going towards the end of the verse, it says, give thanks to him and praise his name. If you are thankful and not seasonal, you'll always have a heart of thanksgiving. You need to give thanks, and as you give thanks, it turns to the thanksgiving in your spirit, which turns to praise. Give thanks. If you reverse it, what is it? Thanksgiving. So you got to give it in order to have it. Are you understanding? Not really hard, church. Give thanks. Thanksgiving. Are you understanding? So you got to give it in order to be it. You become Thanksgiving when you start to give it. you got to start to thank God all the time. And when you start to thank God, then you have a heart of Thanksgiving, church. Because Psalms 100 verse 5 says, For the Lord is good. He is good and His unfailing love continues forever. His faithfulness continues to each generation. God has been faithful for generations, church. He has not changed. He is still good. He is still unfailing in love. His faithfulness is still here even today. God is good, church, and His love is truly unfailing. His faithfulness has been back then, and when when this was wrote, to now. He's still faithful, church. He reaches us. And He'll be faithful to the generation that we're in right now. And guess what? The generations to come. My God will remain faithful until He comes back for His church. Amen? Let me close tonight. I'll finish the second part next week. But let's not be seasonal this year. Let's be thankful. You know, we're ending a, a year. God always brings us to a season of thanksgiving and of joy. Because he knows that's what's needed after a rough year. See, Christmas doesn't fall during the summer. It doesn't fall in the beginning of the year. It falls at the end of the year. Because that's when most of us lose it. We forget about God all through. We start off the year, yeah, woo, this is my year. Jesus, pray for me. We're getting all crazy. And then at the, the first week of January, it's over. And now we're just struggling, hanging in. Come on, let's get real. Come on. Come on. Look back at your life right now. Were you the same back in January as you are right now? 
See, some of us, there's some change. Some of us, there's some, 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 uh, some improvements. And some of us, we're just the same people. Let me ask you something else. Are you doing something different than you did from the beginning of the year? Have you added something? Are you doing something for the Lord? What are you doing for God? Or are you saying, oh, I'm just kicking back and just waiting? Call me. Let me tell you, he's called you a long time ago. God's waiting for you to step out. See, if you love him, you'll do something for him. God's waiting for people to step in, not to just to sit and sit and sit and do nothing. It's time to give, give, give. He gave our son. He gave his son to us. See, after we end this day, it comes from the birth, right, of salvation to the crucifixion for the death of your sins. He died for us. So we have to just, let me tell you, when you're doing things for God, there's a thankful spirit inside of you. There's something that you're serving God, you're doing, God, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing what I need to do. I got to get better at these things. Come on, let's be not seasonal. Let's not just go through the motions. Let's not be like the world. Let's not be like anybody else. Let's be different. Let's be, man, I want to, as I go into 2020, God, you should already start planning. This is what I'm going to do. God, I'm going to pray more. God, I'm going to do this. God, I'm going to volunteer here. God, I'm going to give back to you. God, I want to witness more. God, I want to give more. God, I want to serve more. God, I want to, there should be that in your spirit. If there's not, there's not a spirit of thankfulness. There's a spirit of worry, and there's a spirit of fear inside of you. And you're walking with it. And if you don't break that friendship with that, with that, you'll always struggle, church. I'm not saying you're not going to make it in, but you're going to have a hard time in your walk because you'll go up and down with God. Yeah, everything's flowing, man. I'm cool. Yeah, yes, you're good. God sucks. People suck. Church sucks. Everyone sucks. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta remain here, even though there's seasons. You gotta keep flowing straight. I gotta keep preaching. This is what God called me to do. God, I, I gonna stop because I had a bad day or somebody flipped me off on the way to church. I just pray they crash or whatever. No, no, I just play. <laughs> hey, hey, God's still working on me. You probably say the same thing. See, things hit us, church, and our flesh reacts. All of us. We all react. I react. Someone slapped me, I'm, I'm going to turn around like if I'm going to slap them. It's natural. It's catching it and not, not doing it. Because in all of us, we all react the same. Because we're all flesh. No one's perfect. There's none righteous, not one. We all fall short of God's glory. I fall short. Not, I'm not a perfect man or claim to be a perfect man. But when things hit me and my flesh rises, it catches me. And that's the Holy Spirit inside of me that tells you, son, don't do that. Son, don't even say that. And there's times where we listen to them, to the Holy Spirit. Instead of obeying it, we go ahead and still do it. And then we realize that we messed up. Come on. And so my thing is, God, I need to practice stopping myself. I need to practice not saying what I want to say at times. 
I need to practice, God, your presence in my life. God, I, that hurt what they said, but God, I need to practice. I need to still love like you love me. God, I need to forgive like you forgave me. And so I got to continue to practice God in me. But that only happens with the Holy Spirit when you invite the Holy Spirit inside of you. See, the Bible says that, that when the day of Pentecost fell, he says you'll receive power when what falls upon you? The, the Holy Spirit. See, if you're, if you're weakening and giving to the flesh, maybe you got to see is the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Because the Holy Spirit won't live with something that's unclean. He won't. He, he can't live in here. So there's things. When he comes in, he starts to convict you. He starts to show you things in your life. You see, that's why a lot of people don't push the Holy Spirit away. Or they don't want the Holy Spirit. Or they don't want to see it active in the church. They don't want to see this. But that's the empowerment. And when that empowerment comes on to you, it says you'll be my what? Witnesses. See, he empowers you to witness. He empowers you to say, see, so that way, if you're not telling people about Jesus, there's not the empowerment of the witnessing inside of you. Because you'll replace that, the Holy Spirit inside of you, with some problems and situations in your life. Worry, fear, all, all this stuff. And so you're not telling nobody about Jesus. You're just trying to make it for yourself. And the world says, we got to what? Go into all the world, preach the gospel. In all nations, in every, every neighborhood, whatever, and continue to tell people about Jesus, making them disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Those are the things that we ought to do as a church. If we're not doing that. There's something that's lacking in our lives, church. We may not have the joy because we're not doing this. The main concern about